Hey there, V2X Nation and friends. This is Hope Skibitsky, the Learning and Development Manager at V2X. And you're with us here on Converging on Leadership, the place where we use transparency, vulnerability, and lessons learned to develop ties with our leadership to help us better serve all of our internal and external customers. Hey, podcasters. Can you picture yourself with a challenging, rewarding career as a commercial and defense contractor? Maybe you're already working for V2X and would like to expand your horizons with a new opportunity, or you're interested in getting started with us. V2X is here for you. We have a wide array of job openings, some for those who want to support the United States military warfighters, and for those of you who are interested in the ultra-secure world for one of our country's three-letter agencies. We pride ourselves in developing our employees for future opportunities. Did we mention we have locations and positions all across the globe? If you're interested in a rewarding profession that pays well with competitive benefits, check out our website at gov2x.com careers. Welcome back, V2X Nation and friends. I am here today with our Vice President of Operational Excellence, Ed West, and we're going to talk a little bit about process improvement. I know, I know. So, so scary, but we're going to get into that. Ed, tell us a little bit about you. So I am a veteran of the United States Air Force. Thank you um, uh, Yeah, and thank you for being a United States Air Force veteran as well. Thank you. Yeah, and I have been in government contracting now for, believe it or not, over 20 years. Golly. So Yeah, which I really love doing. I love being part of the mission still, and uh, it's important to me. It, it keeps me motivated and waking up every day doing wow. awesome stuff. You're doing great, and we're glad to have you on the podcast with us today. And we're going to talk about what has been sometimes deemed a buzzword of process improvement. What should every employee, whether they're, you know, turning the the wrenches at the at the very baseline of what we do, or the people that are running the company, what what is process improvement to us? Yeah, well, I think uh, I think each level of the organization has their role to play in process improvement. Um, I believe that, uh, and, and this is a common misconception, but one of the most important parts of process improvement are actually our employees who are performing the work. So the those are normally the people that are closest to our clients. Okay. Those are the people who uh, really inherently understand how to make that process better, how to make it more efficient. You know, sometimes we have our supervisors give us great ideas, but they typically know how things worked five years ago, right? So it's great to hear from the people performing the work how to make it better. The next level, those supervisors, their best role is really bridging that gap between those great ideas and and helping define the resource requirements. So being able to communicate with leadership of, hey, this is a great idea and this is why it's a great idea. Sometimes a team that's doing the work doesn't necessarily know how to build a cost-benefit analysis or do those things that help translate to leadership where to apply those resources. Championing them, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Finally, leadership. You know, their responsibilities are, uh, one, building that culture of continuous improvement, telling people that this is what the company wants, and then resourcing it and putting, putting as they say, the money where the mouth is. That's right. So, Yeah. How do we get people to think about process improvement without thinking it has to be monumentous? It's actually better the other way. Oh. Incremental change, okay. little small changes. It's much more digestible for the organization. 
It's more digestible for your team members, for your clients. You don't want these major changes disrupting everything and being so hard for everyone. Uh, there's great ideas everywhere in the organization. The really, the really big impedance is change management. And so the bigger the change is, the harder it is to get it to stick. Sure. So there's a lot of folks across every organization that says, oh, the fresh eyes are the fresh eyes. We need the fresh eyes. And there's something to that. They walk in and they see something and they're like, why do we do it that way? And so how do you encourage people that maybe aren't the fresh eyes to try to see things through a different lens with regard to process improvement? That's a great question. Uh, I get this all the time. We'll, we'll go to a site or a program. We'll talk to the program managers. A lot of times they know where the where the opportunities are. And a lot of times we see new things. And the reason is it's real simple. Uh, we're not smarter. We're not more talented. We're not more capable. It's we have the time to do it. So I think the best thing to do is be deliberate, be deliberate about making time for improvement. So if you can set those times aside and say, we're going to look at how we improve our process right now, then that's how, you, that's how you're able to do that. Okay, so there's some people that maybe are hesitant to roll out with things that come out of process improvement, either because they believe it's already been done before or they are hesitant to execute because they feel the leader will leave eventually and so they don't have to. How do we help people feel like they can execute by getting out of their own way and thinking maybe it was tried before, but this is under new leadership in a different time with different resources. Like how do we help people get excited maybe about process improvement? Yeah. Again, change management, right? So um, I think first and foremost, I think you have to acknowledge that maybe it had been tried before. So don't make them feel crazy. Sure. You know, learn about it. Learn about what didn't work right. Why do they think it didn't work right? And a lot of times you get their perspective that will help you be successful, that will help you find where where those those pitfalls are so you don't fall in the same trap. That's right. Um, You know, the other opportunity is is sitting down with them and understanding that why in Wex FM is something I learned, which is what's expected of them and what's in it for them. Um, then they will uh, be part of that change, which is great. Um, Getting the buy-in on something is really good. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing is we're just, we're living in a really exciting time. Something that wasn't available 10 years ago, five years ago, one year ago, six months ago is available now with the adaption of technology, especially in a company like V2X where we're constantly converging technology into our operations. Oh, I like how you used converging there. And so as we talk about process improvement, sometimes people get that like, oh, here we go. When in reality, it is opportunity. So how might we help young leaders in particular? Because we're, you know, we're trying to always build our bench in V2X, but I imagine other companies are the exact same way. How do we encourage younger leaders even to to start seeing where they can improve processes without change for the sake of change? Yeah. Um, Well, first off, we have to give them some time to do it. I think that's the biggest impedance is, you know, everybody is resourced to get done what they need to get done. So building a little space out for them to uh, be innovative and think innovatively is important as a leader. Uh, I think the second thing is you have to build a culture that allows, you know, failure sometimes. You can't expect 100% success on every single innovative thing you try to do. So if they feel comfortable, which goes back to the small and incremental change, Mm -hmm. 
if they feel comfortable to just try something out and it didn't quite work right, and everybody celebrates that and talks about why it didn't work, and so we can do better next time, then people feel better about, hey, giving it a shot. That's great. And, and you've touched on that twice now, gleaning from failure or from past experience what did or didn't work right. And so mm-hmm. part of the success in failure is picking the parts that did work and building on that instead of rolling around and, you know, reveling in the loss or the failure of a thing. And I, I think that's a great leadership tip, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about process improvement in and of itself, and we we discovered that it doesn't have to be a big thing, it could also be the small things, which you recommend are better, the incremental pieces. How does someone start to look at something with a discerning eye to say, what incremental changes might I make? How do people get in the mindset for process improvement? Um, well, it's uh, we, we do we give classes to our team members. Uh, we have a two week long course that we teach some of our candidates who go through the process. But really, it's just just taking the time and having that that mental um, uh, focus on what am I doing? Why am I doing it? What's the outcome? What's the goal I'm looking for? And you know, sometimes our, our team members are out there just getting the job done because sometimes that's what needs to happen. We have the mission to get done. We have a uh, very critical task to, to get completed. But if you can, you know, spend a little bit of that, that uh, you know, capacity you have to be thinking about, well, what are, what are we trying to accomplish here? And is there a better way? Because like I said, there's no better time in, in history than right now right. to see, you know what, what I'm doing right now, there might be a better way. And all, the, all of our young employees who are, you know, coming out of uh, uh, either the military or, the, or college and, they know our employees who are um, having the opportunity to really try something new. They get excited about that autonomy, and we'll get into that later. So when we look at giving people, you know, kind of the, the workspace to see how they can improve what they're doing, I think sometimes that's, that's empowering to them. Would you agree with that? For sure, yeah. You know, authority uh, of, of action, autonomy of your area – super important. They have to feel like they own that part of it in order for them to want to make change. If, if you're just simply executing tasks, you know, for, uh, for someone uh, above you or you don't feel uh, invested in it, you don't feel like you are responsible for the outcomes, I don't think you're going to really own it or want to improve it. That's right. It's the difference between buying your kid a car and making your kid pay a certain amount and you matching it, right? It's giving an opportunity for them to be vested in the project. Yeah, I hope my kid listens to this podcast. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, absolutely. So you've mentioned a couple of times in different ways championing, right? Like empowering them to feel vested in it, giving them an opportunity to dive into it, um, to, to create their own Frankenstein, for lack of better terms. But as a leader, our responsibility is to help motivate them to continue in the process. It's also to help them feel like they can do it. How would you encourage leaders to um, take a part in process improvement, but maybe not the front of the the pack and, and give some of that that freedom? Yeah, well, well, like we said at the beginning of the conversation, everybody has their role in process improvement, right? Uh, I think the first and foremost as, as a leader, building that building that culture of trust and, and allowing them that space to to succeed or fail. And uh, I think at the top leadership level, us making it important across our company that, hey, we, we don't want to be the same and look the same 
five years from now. That's right. We want to be better and safer and faster and cost more cost effective every single time. So getting out there and telling people that this is part of the job, this is part of the role, going out there and doing that. And then, like I said, trust, you know, you have to, they have to trust that they can try new things. They can, they have to trust that, that uh, we're willing to uh, resource their opportunities. If they're constantly going to give ideas and we're always going to turn them down, you know, they're not going to want to try new things out, right? Oh, that's brilliant, right? If, if you ask their opinion and then you shoot their opinion down, they're going to quit giving their opinion. Yeah. And I also like that you mentioned that, you know, leadership isn't just about coming in and holding the ship steady. Sometimes it's about helping turn the thing in a different direction because maybe that's the way that the team says could be better than the thing we've always ever done, right? And so that improvement, I think, is it's imperative. It's vital. As Stephen Covey, I'm paraphrasing, says, like, you can be going 99 miles an hour, but if you're headed in the wrong direction, it doesn't make any difference, right? Yeah, absolutely. I You know, our... Our industry, I think just just industry in general, this this time period, there's no such thing as holding things steady. Every one of us has a, or every one of us is rowing, every one of us is figuring out what's the new and innovative way to, to get our work done and to support our clients. Yeah, it's like that old book, Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah, yeah the leader right. that refuses to, to see what is coming and won't, won't move to get there. Yeah. Right. Ed, this has been great. I've really enjoyed the opportunity to sit with you, to learn a little bit about you, and to talk about process improvement. I don't think we have these conversations quite enough. So before we end it today, is there anything you'd like to, you know, not leave on the table? Any saved rounds? Well, Hope, I want to thank you because I love talking about process improvement. So it was just a great opportunity to, to get out there and talk to, to you and our team across the world. So uh, I personally love uh, process improvement because we get the opportunity to go in and uh, help our team members figure out uh, better innovative ways to do things and that which helps them in turn focus on delighting our clients every day. Oh, I love that. The focus on the people, both our internal and external customer, which is exactly what this podcast is about. I hope you'll join us next time as we talk to Ed about delegation skills and we're glad you joined us. Please subscribe to Converging on Leadership on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash V2X dash Inc. And please let us know what you think of our show and what future topics you'd like us to cover. Converging on Leadership is produced by K-Global and brought to you by V2X. V2X transforms operations and sustainment for government and commercial clients worldwide through operational support services, training, and converged environments that integrate physical and digital infrastructures. Learn more at gov2x.com. And until next week, I'm Hope Skibitsky, and thanks for listening.